Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free physical space challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash space and learn how to clear out the clutter, create a studio anywhere and make space in your life for creativity. Let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode five of the Creative Spark podcast and today we're going to talk about aptitudes, specifically how your natural aptitudes and inbuilt tendencies are central to discovering your creative superpower. I'm going to start with a great quote from Albert Einstein. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. This is why falling into the comparison trap is so dangerous. We all have a unique creative superpower. We all have a unique backstory. We all have a unique set of skills and aptitudes and talents and interests and passions And the whole kind of mushy soup of everything we're interested in and everything we've done and experienced really should be harnessed as being your unique creative superpower. But the issue is when you try and do something that's outside of your natural aptitudes or outside of your kind of wheelhouse, you'll end up feeling like a failure. And so this idea that you're comparing yourself with someone else who might have a completely different story, a completely different set of aptitudes and a completely different creative superpower to you is the equivalent as to what Albert's talking about with that idea that judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree. That's not what it does. It's really good at swimming in the water. That's what fish do. Now, I'm not saying you should limit your dreams or, you know, kind of try and get outside of your own current circumstance. That's not what I'm talking about here. But looking at your own story and your own experience and your own set of natural skills has to be developed within your own context. By judging yourself with other people and other experiences, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So the word aptitude refers to things you're naturally good at. You might not like these talents or actively pursue them. They just come naturally to you. Aptitude has little to do with knowledge, culture, education, or even your interests. They're inbuilt. So for example, I had a friend who was a fantastic singer. When she would open her mouth, the voice of an angel would come out. And so all these people who were trying hard to be professional singers would just get so envious of the talent that she had. But the fact is she had no interest in becoming a professional singer. And people would almost get annoyed with her (laughs) because it's like, you've got this gift. Why can you not be pursuing a career as a professional singer? But that wasn't what interested her. She wanted to become a social worker and that's what she did. So just because you have an aptitude doesn't mean that you necessarily have to pursue it. But it does mean that if you have that aptitude and you want to pursue it, it gives you a head start. Research has shown that a person's aptitudes stabilize at around age 14 and remain so for the rest of their life. So if you think about when you were a kid, if you were running around on the football field and you just, you know, by the age of 14, you start to work out that you're really good at this and that you've got some natural talent, or if you still really passionately want to be a football player, you realize that there might be other people on the team who are better naturally than you, but all you have to do is work harder. So that age is usually where we start to solidify what we're really passionate about and that we can push through and get good at something anyway. As you get older, you might find that as you go for a job, they're going to give you an aptitude test to find out, you know, what your strengths are and weaknesses. And so 
that just helps them, if, especially if you're plugging into a large company, it helps them know what types of tasks to give you and where to plug you in. Aptitude tests tend to be onerous things because people think of them as a way to see whether you're going to be an employability fit or not. But the fact is there's a wealth of personality in aptitude tests and creatives love them because we love to try and understand ourselves a little bit more. So if you Google aptitude tests, you might end up with a horrible kind of psychometric testing stuff that employers are using. So I'm not necessarily talking about going and having a look at those and then just freaking out because you're not good at anything, <laughs> which is what tends to happen when you do those tests. Um, but actually just looking at, you know, your kind of natural strengths and really building on those as part of your creative superpower. So an aptitude is our inborn physical or mental potential to do certain kinds of work. And we can't change them. They're built into our foundation and they influence everything else that comes after. The innate nature of aptitude is in contrast to a learned skill or an achievement. So instead of complaining about your lack of abilities at some things, embrace the abilities that you do have and think of your natural aptitudes as the foundation of your creative superpower. I recently watched the new Jumanji movie with The Rock and um, I was enjoying the fact that, you know, you had all these kids, there's four kids in the story and they get sucked into the game of Jumanji and then they take on the characteristics of the character that they chose at the beginning of the game. And so you've got this, you know, large, well-built football guy and then he picks somebody who's like got a totally different aptitude when he's in the game and he's really annoyed because he ends up being Kevin Hart (laughs) Um, which you know if you were tall and then you end up being Kevin Hart that could be a bit of a disappointment but obviously throughout the story as it goes on it's a really kind of fun way to demonstrate where the the aptitudes of the characters in the games are able to help the entire team get through the problem so obviously he has expertise in other things and when that moment in the in the quest or the game happens, um, Kevin Hart's character is able to solve it in a different way that doesn't in- involve being a big footballer. And conversely, you've got the kind of the, the nerdy dweeby guy and he ends up being the rock in the game. And so obviously he's physically fit and, and very strong. And so it's just a really interesting kind of movie that's entirely about shifting your natural aptitudes and your innate skills and just working out that none of them are wrong, none of them are a problem, they all have their place within the game and within getting everybody through that quest, which I thought was really lovely. It was very well done. Now, the work you're most likely to enjoy is work that makes use of your natural aptitudes, and that's why it's important to uncover them because you'll find yourself being compared to somebody else and you're just like, why are they so good at this thing and I'm terrible at it? If you understand what your natural aptitudes are versus their natural aptitudes, you'll start to understand where you both fit in the quest or in the game, and you can embrace your natural aptitude as opposed to being jealous of the other person. Now, before we leave this topic, it's important to talk about the difference between talent and hard work. So if an aptitude is highly developed in someone, we tend to describe it as raw talent. For a creative person, this can be damaging for one of two reasons. If someone else is deemed to have a natural talent for something, we think we will never be good enough and give up. If we're the one deemed to have a talent, it places unhealthy pressure on us to succeed using that talent. Or worse, we use it as a crutch and stop trying. So Carol Dweck is the author of the book called Mindset, and everybody quotes from this mindset, and we, are all, we all understand now about the idea of having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. But she really did make a groundbreaking discovery. So during her research, students that were praised for their talent they tended to relax and they relied on their raw talent to get them through. 
they tended not to try as hard and their development suffered as a result. However, students praised for their hard work continued to reap ongoing benefits from sustained effort. Now consider this a warning. Even though you might have natural strengths and aptitudes, don't just sit back and expect them to take care of everything for you. You need a strong foundation, but that won't build the house. Also, if others are more talented than you, just remember that without the hard work, they won't make it as far as you if you work hard enough. I loved the takeaway from Carol Dweck's book that some advice is if you're a parent and you have children and they're good at things, don't necessarily praise them for being good at things. Always try and praise kids for how hard they work because no matter how talented they are at something, if they start to rely on the raw talent to get them through, they won't go as far as if they're relying on their hard work and their work ethic. So I thought that was a really good sort of takeaway piece of advice. And obviously that works for grown-ups as well, not just children. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to embrace your natural talents and aptitudes and start thinking of them as the foundation for your creative superpower. Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode five and look for the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.